on this broadcast today in our, in our wonderful day in the Lord program, we are completing the book of Ephesians. It's kind of bittersweet. I've enjoyed so much going through the book of Ephesians verse by verse, almost line by line with you over the last several months. Uh, and we will complete this book uh, today by looking at a general outline, an outline will, that will help you remember uh, the book uh, in detail uh, and at the same time just gives you some handles on how to, to see what's going on here. It kind of breaks down very nicely. Set, walk, stand is the way I would present it. First of all, in chapter 2, verse 6, we have this verse. It speaks of Christ raising us up with him and seating us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. This is a good verse that summarizes, I think, the first three chapters of the book of Ephesians. Uh, it is talking about our seating in Christ, our position in him, who we are in Christ. It talks in chapter one about our blessings. It talks throughout all three chapters about the riches and the treasures that we have in Christ. It talks about who we are, who we used to be, what we can be, but it doesn't tell us to do really anything except to remember. Remember who we were, and then we can now know what we are. So it talks about our position, our seating in Christ. We, have, we are seated with him. This is who we are, set. Secondly, we have the word walk, and that begins in the very first verse of chapter 4, and uh, it speaks of this walk that we have with him. In verse 1, it says, I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, implore you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you've been called. And so he begins right off the bat by talking about walking. He's been talking about our position, not telling us anything to do, but beginning with chapter 1, chapter, uh, verse 1 of chapter 4, and going through chapter 6, verse 9, he talks about our walk of living out that which we have in Christ. He talks about here this, this worthy manner walk, walking in a worthy manner. He talks in verse 17 about walking uh, in a new way. Not like we used to walk, it's Gentiles walk, but in this new manner of walking. Uh, we go on down in chapter 5, for example, in verse 2, and he talks about walking in love. So the Christian is very different than the, the world around them. We walk in love. Love should personify the Christian life. In verse 8, he talks about walking as children of the light. And so while uh, we are no longer in darkness, uh, we are children of light and we should shine as the children of light. Down in verse 15, he talks about walking in wisdom. He says, therefore, be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise. So it's a walk of wisdom that would be uh, uh, epitomized by the filling of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And so he speaks of all these walks, perhaps another one or two as well. So now he's talking about practical living, the out working of our position in Christ. Here in chapter 1 through 3, here's who we are. Here is who we are in Christ. Chapters 4, 5, and half of chapter 6, here's how we should live that life. Here are, here's how we should walk. And walk's a, a beautiful word. Some translations have taken it out and just put in the word live, uh, and I think that's a mistake. The word is walk, and walk speaks of progression. We're moving somewhere. We're moving forward. And that is the expression of the Christian life found in these chapters. And then we come to the last word, stand. Sit, that's our position in Christ. Walk, that's how we are to live out that position. And then finally we are to stand. And we find that in verse 10 of chapter 6. Finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. 
And this is what we've been looking at now for the last few weeks, uh, how we are to stand against the spiritual enemies that seek to destroy us. And so he talks then about the armor of God that we have detailed and the energy behind that armor, which is prayer, praying generally, praying specifically for the needs around us. And now he says we are to stand. So all four, three of these are necessary. We need to know, first of all, who we are in Christ, our position in him. We need then to apply uh, the word of God to our lives so that we can live out that position. And then we need to be aware of our enemy that will enable us to stand firm against the onslaughts of the devil. All the way through this period of time, uh, as we've been studying together, uh, I have been writing notes down in my little journal here on the book of Ephesians. And I've encouraged you to get such a journal and do the same thing. But I want to read a quote that I wrote down in my journal from Martin Lloyd-Jones concerning the epistle to the Ephesians to conclude our time together in its study. He said, If the epistle to the Romans is the purest expression of the gospel, the epistle to the Ephesians is the sublimest and most majestic expression of it. And I think he's absolutely right. Well, I hope you've been enjoying our time through the book of Ephesians. Uh, I have. I've really enjoyed this study through this. And I hope it's not only given you a wonderful day in the Lord, but a wonderful life in the Lord as you grow more and more to be what He wants you to be. We will catch you next time with a new study.